Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, 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 guys. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in. We are the Failing Out Loud podcast. I am Hannah O. And I'm Sarah O. Welcome back, guys. Guess who's um, back? <laughs> Ashley, guess who's back? I honestly can't believe like we're recording a second episode. Second episode. Number two. Number two. And can we just say off the bat, thank you so much thank you guys thank you thank you thank you it's been mad it really has mud but basically i think we we put out that episode and of course we hoped for the best (laughs) in this life you know what i mean that mum would listen that my husband would listen and that you know a few of our friends would hear it no oh <laughs> sorry it's <laughs> true actually i don't know why i'm cutting up there's no podcast no. podcast <laughs> podcast guinea <laughs> um yeah basically we just were not expecting for the feedback no we really weren't the comments we really were not and um we're grateful though so we are grateful. so grateful for you guys taking the time out of your days, of your nights to listen to our first episode and not only just to listen but to give feedback, yep. um, to comment, yes. to repost, to share. You guys are the MVPs. For no, real. for real. For real, for real, for real. So just wanted to say a massive thank you. Thank, thank you, you so thank much. You. Um, uh, Just uh, to let you guys know, we are now available on eight different podcast platforms. Woo-hoo. So we are available on Anchor. We are available on Spotify. We are available on Apple Podcasts. Breaker, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. So Who even knew that there were so many. There's more, you know. Oh. There are more, but we are on eight, and we are glad. We are we thankful are for these very, eight. Very thankful. Um, on Apple Podcasts, we are going to do shamelessly plug that uh, we would love your feedback. We would love your you to rate, to yes. review, to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and um, yeah, just help us uh, build up our rating yeah. over there. Also, we get to see your feedback. We get to you know just read more of your comments and stuff as like to what you'd want to hear and how you thought about the episodes so yes please please do go over to apple if you listen on apple and yeah give it a thumbs up leave a review and yeah thanks in advance in advance you. you know what i mean hey so this episode is the love episode okay mm-hmm. um uh, but so we're gonna get into it we're gonna be talking about dating mm. marriage mm. love and mm. all that jazz um i'm single and hannah is married so we have tons to discuss probably <laughs> we'll probably need like a part two three four and five yes. of this but um come hey. like an x-men trilogy <laughs> but hey let's dive in why not? why not um hannah what's been your worst date Oh, wow. Okay. Diving right in. My worst date. You know what? Honestly, honestly, hand on heart, all my dates before outside of my husband were kind of pants. Like, there were no real great dates. And it just wasn't really dating. I don't know what was going on back in the day, but there was just like... It wasn't wasn't even anything. Like, it was usually, I'll come 
come check man's in your house. Do you oh, know what okay. I mean? So I would okay. go to a dude's house or whatever and we'd jam there. Yeah. And the thing is, this wasn't even like this wasn't even Netflix and chill. It was before <laughs> Netflix. It was it was bloody Napster and chill. Napster. Oh my god. LimeWire and chill. I was about to say LimeWire. Remember that? You, you know them songs that started with AOL music? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So it was oh, I feel like Honestly, before two thousand and nine, all my dates were kind of dead. Yeah, oh, sorry, sis. I know. Oh, okay, but hey, it got better. It did get better. It did, did but yeah, I feel like I never really was able to do the dating thing. Oh, but do you have? Do you have a worst date? Oh, Is there? Are there gosh. any that I have two? Oh, I have two come to mind. But um, same guy. No, different guys. All oh, right, two. But um, okay, I'm gonna go with. I was on a date and uh, we were driving around with an op in the back. What? Sorry. Mm. What do you mean? Okay, so... No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Sis, what are you saying? (laughs) What? Okay, okay, so I feel like you know this story. Does this look like the face of someone who knows this story? Oh, man. Okay, so I was... Um, going out with some guy, um, not even a guy, this is it, sweet guys will, they will finesse you, yeah, because they'll act like, oh, they're like sweet and innocent or blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so I was dating this guy, he's going to rename Nameless because I don't want anyone coming for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was a lovely guy, I don't think he would actually come for me now, but who knows, I hope he's still alive and not in prison, so oh, that's that. Anyway, that- so... A we were prayer. driving around, went to meet him. Also, North London, man. Anyway, oh, well, so, there we uh, go. You don't even have to finish it. I'm and sorry. that's the end of that story. You don't need to finish this. So, um, went to go meet him in North London. Oh. And he was like, oh, um, I'm going to pick you up uh, like from the station, blah, blah, blah. I was like, cool. I was like, go pick me up. Great. So, get into the car. We're driving around. I remember I was driving down. It was, oh, what is that big it's like i was like that big high street in north in north i mean, um, can't tell you anything in north oh north. mate anyway so we drive it down it anyway he's in a car and i was actually just like mm, aren't you just like i think he's just turned 17 so i'm also i'm like are you allowed to drive when can you drive in the uk 16 oh okay so but who we all know that he was not driving legally um <laughs> so anyway um was in the car, was driving around and whatever, and then I there there was no one in the car but me and him. Yeah. Um, and he was like, "Oh, well, I'm just gonna pick up my guy." Um, and uh, gonna pick up my guy, and then we're gonna like drop him off somewhere, and then we'll go um to where we're going, right? Okay. Um, and I was like, "Cool." So then, drop him. Uh, pick up his guy, drop him off, and then I keep hearing like banging in the boot. Mm. and i'm just like where is that sound actually it's more like i'm hearing a sound like the banging and i'm like where is that from and he's like oh it might be from the boot blah 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 blah. anyway so wait so, yeah go on so yeah so no. then we keep driving yeah and then i hear like more like more like muffled like screaming what and i'm literally just like hmm I'm like, <laughs> I'm like what is this what is this and he was just like oh i need to go drop this guy uh, was it this guy off blah 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 he's an op now this is the thing yeah no sorry so basically what he said to me what he was saying to me is this that there was a guy there was someone who was (laughs) not trapped there was someone in his boot what that who put him there 
so I don't know. I don't know all of the answers to the no. question. So now I am like looking out the window as if to say like I'm in a music video and I actually am just like, <laughs> I can't believe what's coming. What is this? Like, what, who am I going to... What is this? What's going to happen? If something, if someone pulls... If, if we get pulled over, if something happens, what's going to... Like, what is actually going to happen here? So he's like, oh, it's for one of my elders. I need to go. And then as soon as he started talking like this, I was like, you have an elder. Oh, it's mad. It's mad. No, it's this top boy. I can't. Um, it's not for me. So this is when I realised, this was the real realisation that I'm not a ride or die. Mm. I'm not. So anyway, I think at the time I had 3210. I made up some excuse. I was just like, oh my gosh, you won't believe it. I was like, my mum's just messaged me. I need to get home. I actually won't be able to stay. Stop it. Blah, blah, blah. Stop it. And he was just like, oh, what are you sure? Like, are you like, let's at least like maybe go out to eat and whatever. And I was like, you know what? You look like you're busy. You have... <laughs> you're busy, you're bro. Busy. You got people in the boot. You've got things going on. You've got oh. parcels to drop off. Like, <laughs> let's range. Let's do this on another day where you've got less things, less people to like drop off. <laughs> when you've got no one in the booth. So you got no one in the booth of your car. Oh and then, um, yeah, so I remember just like getting off and literally stand running around the corner and literally being like, oh my God, is this life? Was, what did that just it. happen? No, that is life, you know. And I was just like, For no, some I'm people, good. that is definitely that life. That was not thrilling for me. It was freaking scary. Mm. So yeah, that was the worst day. That was my worst yeah, day. No. <laughs> What? How am I just hearing this? No, no, no way. No way. How am I just hearing Listen, this? Listen, I feel like you knew this story. I no, sir. What? No. That is honestly, that is so, Sorry. so wild. And anyway, anyway, okay, so you, you don't, you've had worse dates. So what's, what's been your best date then? <laughs> <laughs> At least you didn't have an up in the back. I didn't have no, if it looked like an up. Like an up. up. No, okay. My best date <coughs> my best date, yeah, well, like I said, from two thousand nine so I've been married um for five years, but whoop, I've been whoop. with my partner for eleven years. Long thing. Really long. No, in a good way, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you though. Um but yeah, so February this month actually marks our eleven year eleventh year. Aww of being together um and my best dates were definitely with my partner with my husband in all honesty i know like he was he was he was just so attentive from the jump like Mm. this dude was just so attentive i remember telling him my favorite color is green i remember telling him that my love language was words of affirmation okay and he obviously well you know but for the sake of the listeners i met my husband through my sister um basically all went to uni together and 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 in my sister's last year um my husband and and my sis lived together and so i basically was spending a lot of time like visiting sarah up in uni oh was she wow no, you were. No, she was. I really was. You really was. I really was though. <laughs> um, and yeah, we ended up getting together. So basically, when we when we were kind of like getting to know each other and whatnot, he was just yeah, like I said, he was just really attentive. And um, I remember saying about the color and about my love language. And then one time he um, he basically like adorned his whole um room in this apartment that they shared in green 
post-its and like green oh pieces gosh. of card and paper. I don't know if you remember this. And he no. had like fairy lights and stuff and everything. And oh. he had written down. Oh, that's just really <laughs> brought it back. Let me not even get too mushy goshy on this. But <laughs> he had written down like, um, like encouraging scriptures and just so many like just beautiful words like oh i think you know you're beautiful and it was it was amazing that was actually one of one of our very early dates and it was just it was inventive it didn't require lots of money it did require thought but like loved it but he's done so many things i remember once he i was i was working some dead job i remember i had to go i had to go on like jsa for a bit Mm. And then I got a job. You know those jobs you get after JSA, mate, are just dead jobs. Yep. But you're just grateful that you're no longer having to go to Hackney Job Centre. <laughs> because I was like, Honestly. no, Jesus didn't die for me to Mm-mm. do this, you know. It's humbling. Like, it really, really is. It really is. And I did my time. But anyway, um, I went to this dead job. And it was just, it was really stressful. I was doing a lot of, like, long hours and long nights kind of thing. And at one point, I feel like it's where even, like, you and my husband came to like help me out a couple yep. of times there anyway he this guy had basically he surprised me with like a trip to um northern france and he basically won a competition through facebook yes. oh my gosh I remember. through facebook mini cooper were doing i think it was mini cooper no i think it was zip it was Zipcar. That's what it is. It was Zipcar. They were doing a competition. Mm. Um, and basically, they were, like, willing to give you, like, a vehicle for, like, the weekend. And you just had to basically tell them why you feel that this... Why you or this person deserves it. Yeah. And he went on there, left this comment about his girlfriend just being so stressed out she'd been working so hard and she it was it was amazing like it was just too cute and so he yeah he won a trip we um took the zip car and um we uh, (laughs) drove to um france and it was absolutely it was beautiful absolutely beautiful because that was another great date for me oh man yeah he's done all right you know he has he really has (laughs) i think like one of my best dates best dates was um again it's that thing about actually it not having to cost you a lot lot. it's just it's being thoughtful it's being like creative and sentimental and kind of stuff so there was one guy um i was dating and it was like the it became it was the never-ending date it was like we started in the morning and we went out for breakfast and whatever and he was just like oh um I, i plan to take you out um somewhere just like wear something comfortable um wear something warm or whatever and i was just like where are we going mm. i was like okay cool but all right um so we went out for breakfast and then we basically did like a tour of london so <laughs> we went to every major um site we went to um buckingham palace um big ben um houses of parliament where else? Uh, went went along the Thames. Um, oh. We just went to like all of these places, like that you would go like as a tourist. Yeah, kind but you of thing. probably never but do. But you never do. It's your city, right? 
And I literally was just like, oh my gosh, I don't think I've actually ever been outside yeah. Buckingham Palace. I don't feel like I've actually even done any, all this stuff. And he was actually like, oh, do you want us? Uh, do you want to go in and all that kind of stuff? And I was like, no, I'm good. All right. Do you know what I mean? And, and they were like, we carried on going around and went into the public gallery and things like that. I was just like, oh, with, like St. Paul's, just everywhere. Mm. It was just really... And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is actually a really, really good date. And it just, it became the never-ending date. We, we like, we did that and then we went for dinner and then we went for I think she's show and then we went for drinks and then it was just like we've just spent the whole day together yeah. and it was just like really cool it was just really really nice day I feel like that's nice that's like one of my best dates that is fair. really nice it doesn't have to be crazy money no it just like requires some thought absolutely I think this is something that guys just take note like it doesn't always it doesn't have to be juicy samba huh? do you know what I mean like Please. it could genuinely be something that doesn't cost a lot of money mm-hmm. but it's just thoughtful yeah like it feel and and people... no cinema and dinner is just not a great day it's not, how are you getting Especially to know in the people? beginning like it's yeah. just not a great day you have to be quiet for two hours exactly <laughs> and then it's like oh where do you, you know do you put your arm does someone put your arm around them do you it's know just, you don't want to get too weird t- day, touchy to feely too quickly yeah. and it's like no i feel like there's just there's better dates there's definitely definitely better dates okay so in a relationship sis what would you say has been or is still Ooh. <laughs> your Ooh. worst trait yikes um oh you know what um i really didn't like my confrontation style Mm. um and that's something that actually has been continuous work just learning how to deal with confrontation whether it comes from like family friends uh work do you know what i mean however that comes in whatever shape or form just learning how to actually be like um how i how do i operate when I need to confront a, yeah. a situation and stuff. And um, I would be either really, like, mad defensive or shut down that kind of, like, silent treatment mm. kind of thing. And either one was not he- healthy at all. Um, I would fight hard and sometimes, like, really dirty, just, like, below the belt, just, like, nothing was off limits. And, um, yeah, I realised that it could be... Re- not could be. It's damaging. It's damaging yeah, to yeah. the person that you're in this confrontation with, right? Yeah. And especially in a relationship, if you're saying that, oh, I like this person or I love this person or I care about this person, and then in the same vein, you're using your words to just really, like, cut them down or, you know, um, or you're using things against them or you're, you're just being really malicious It's or mean. Yeah. Sometimes you're just being really mean. You're saying spiteful, spiteful things. Yeah. And it's just like, nah, actually, this is not the way this is just not healthy for me um i feel horrible afterwards i've made them feel terrible as well um but i realized arguing for me was a uh, i it, it scared me a lot so it made me really defensive or yeah. really it depend as i said it either made me really defensive or it made me really shut down i would either be really scared of being like oh my gosh i don't know how, what to do in this situation so i'm just going to shut down um or it would be like i'd be really defensive and just like overreact go for the jugular like just go hard yeah um but i know like i learned that a lot from my parents i'm going to be honest like you know they fought often and they yeah. didn't always fight fair you know no. and you learn those lessons kind of directly and indirectly from people around yeah, you right absolutely. um so yeah i've just had to learn like how to actually learn to listen and 
listen to hear that person and not listen to be like okay well i'm just gonna come with like this dissertation yeah to like cut you down right i'm just gonna come and try and i'm gonna you know like we're in court or something like i'm you know i object that was was definitely something that we learned from home because i i i still do i argue like i'm in court <laughs> like it's important to me and i hate when people argue foolishly Ooh. which was used to be a saying yeah it's like don't come to argue foolishly don't argue foolishly <laughs> save that that was something Keep in our household mate that was yeah. something that was said in our household yeah. often um so you came correct when you had to argue you came with your yeah. points you came with your points or you or you came with an apology and you just <laughs> back down is it. even if you didn't even fully understand why you were apologizing yeah. and i don't think that's healthy either mm, you true, know you need true. to know why what was your behavior why why did you upset true. someone you know right um anyway so i've just like i've just had to learn how that i can't mm, always control the situation mm. um i can't balance everyone's emotions in those situations as well because sometimes it's just peak anger in it everyone sees everyone's seeing red everyone's upset yeah um but I do know that I don't need to fight dirty. Also, I don't need to give anyone the silent treatment because that can be just as bad. You know, when you're just like that tension yes. that comes from yes. just being like, I'm just not even going to respond to this. Like, or you're just you're not even giving Ignoring. people. Ign- yeah. It, my one was even to the extent sometimes I wouldn't even give you eye contact oh, anymore. Wow. Mm. Your, my eye contact you is reserved for people I like. <laughs> OK, <laughs> it's reserved for people that I like. And right now. I don't, I don't like, like you. you. And that means I don't like the sight of you. I don't even so like the sight. So you won't even see my eyeballs. Seriously. So yeah, I just had to learn just to be like, you know what? In order for people to feel to feel safe they and feel like they can actually tell you how they feel, they need to know that they are actually being heard and that you're listening and you're taking and you're taking it into consideration like what they are saying. Yeah. Um and not feeling like okay this is just a full-on personal attack on you yeah you know yeah so yeah i think that was a trait for me but what about you what do you what would you say was your worst trait or something you're working on <laughs> um i think similarly yeah um i think that's something i've definitely had to come face to face with but i tell you what there's nothing like um you know, a serious relationship like marriage, for example, to mm. just make you see all your dirty knickers, basically. <laughs> just all your flaws kind of thing. And conversation style was definitely one of those things. But it was, you know, both of us. So for me, it was that I would come on the nah, rah, rah, rah. And, and he'd come on the I can't even deal with this. I'm mm. leaving kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so we've had to like, you know find a middle ground mm. because both of us feel like our ways are, are we feel like each other's ways are wrong and we feel like our ways are right yeah but actually you know it's about i don't think it's necessarily about right and wrong it's about finding something that works for the both of us in this relationship yeah yeah um I, he used to tell me i could be condescending in arguments mm-hmm. and i think you know he'd be like you sound like my teacher you're not my teacher kind of thing and so that was something that I definitely had to work on. And I'm much better now. Like, he, he's told me I'm much better now, actually. But, yeah, I think being able to kind of speak to... I think all of us require respect. Yes. I do think, however, that there is something... Yeah, there's something... There's something... Yeah, we need to be able to speak to each other with respect yeah. and love. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, it needs to be heard. But I do think that for a woman... 
when in in that kind of situation a man needs to constantly um temper his conversation from a from that loving standpoint that needs to be really felt mm. and i feel like on the flip when it's to a guy it really needs the the, the respect yeah. thing needs to be heavily you know what i mean yeah, like i get that he needs mm. to hear that okay we might be arguing okay we're not seeing eye to eye but, but you respect, respect me you. yeah you know that mm. you're still respectful of me yeah. you're not swearing for example mm. or telling me to shut up so like my, you know, that's a big one for my husband like don't ever say shut up those mm-hmm. kind of things mm-hmm. there whereas with me it's like don't be spiteful yeah don't be loving because you're not that doesn't seem like an, i understand we might not agree but you can disagree with me in a loving way. Right. Now, obviously, yeah. this doesn't always work, mm-hmm. but it's about coming back to that. But yeah, that was that was that was definitely a trait I had to work on because in that con in speaking in that condescending manner, he felt that I was disrespecting him. Right. That I was treating him as if he was my child mm. or you know my student. Someone loved, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was sunning him, and I, you don't want. I don't want that. I no. don't want you to feel that way. I don't. Want, I'm not trying to break you down or you know step on your ego or pride or in that way at all. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think it's yeah, kind of learning how to, as you said, just to not to fight dirty. Yeah. You know, and hear each other out. Yeah. I think we we fight dirty because you know everyone's trying to be like you're trying to win this battle or win this you know debate or win yeah, this confrontation. And absolutely, it's like, but it's like but who's being hurt in the crossfire? Exactly, who's being hurt, and also. How do you who who are you gonna tell if you win that? Well, you know, like there is no one. I remember hearing this years and years and years ago, way before my partner was even on the scene, and it stuck with me. Probably because of what I was seeing at home, and mm. not just in our house. Sadly for us, there were no role models that we could easily so pinpoint. There were no aunts, no uncles in our lives for a very long time that that had a marriage that I would ever want to emulate or had a mm. marriage that I would ever want to yeah. kind of, you yeah. know, have it. I would never want that. So um, I remember hearing that, you know, you're, you're a team and you, you don't, if you win over your wife or if you win over your husband, who are you going to go and tell? Mm-hmm. Like, who can yeah. you call up to be like, yes, yeah, sis, if you ever did see the way I cut my man down today. I sunned him. I sunned him. I sunned him. Like... That's not... That's What is that? Like, what is that? And if you have a friend that goes, oh, well done, then that's not your friend. That's not your friend. That's not your friend. That's not your and friend. That's just, that's just not helpful. That's not... Like, that's... It's not a thing. So mm. it was, you know, remembering that we are part of a team and mm-hmm. I love you and you love me. And at the end of this, yeah, we might disagree, but we've got to remember that the end of this is that we continue together. Yeah. Unless I we're trying to arms part around ways, you. Yeah. then... We need to put the gun fingers away, sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, Do you know what yeah, I mean? For sure. Yeah. But yeah. there's just so many beliefs and things that we kind of carry over in like being like, oh, I need to defend myself. Yeah. So this is what I'm going to do and whatever. Like, this yeah. is, this, these are my little techniques or my coping mechanisms and whatever. Yes. But um, what beliefs have or do you think have hindered you when it's come to like love? Mm. I think. I think the first one had many, many, many beliefs um, that kind of kept me from going there. But I think one of them was just that I didn't think it was for me. Mm. I just didn't think... Well, you didn't think love was for you? Yeah, actually. 
Wow, okay. Yeah. Um, and and not even just romantically, like I just felt like feeling love and therefore sort of acceptance mm. by most people was just something I was not ever going to really experience. Mm. I just felt from an early age that I was often overlooked. Right, um, yeah. That I was, you know, not really paid attention to. Things like that sort of came up often in my life. Yeah. And so I think I'd gotten very used to being there. And, you know, oh, yes, Hannah. But not ever being impactful in people's lives like that, that it was mm. like, oh, yes, Hannah. It's really weird. Very, very weird. No, I hear But it was you. something that, you. yeah, it was something I had to really unpack through therapy mm-hmm. as well. But, yeah, that was one of my beliefs, that it just really, that it wasn't for me, that I wasn't going to find love like that, especially in a romantic way. And so I think that, I then started to build a defense mechanism where it was like, I, I don't really want it. Also, right. because of what I was seeing, then growing up and becoming older, that, okay, no, this marriage is almost dead. This marriage is a sham. This marriage is this, abuse. You yeah, know, it was like, yeah. I don't want that, actually. Mm. Maybe it's a good thing that you don't see me. Maybe it's a good thing, actually, that... You know what I mean? Because right. I might have dodged a massive, massive bullet. Mm-hmm. So I just didn't think that it, it was, yeah, for me. Wow. That, yeah. I, mean, I get you with that. And just feeling like that unseen thing. Obviously, I've been single um, for a while. Mm. Um, probably like 10, coming on maybe 11 years I've been single. Mm. Um, and at first I was like, I'm cool. I'm running around. I'm traveling, doing my thing, mm. whatever. And then it can't started to become a little bit of a defense thing because i was just like well if people don't see me kind of thing then i don't care blah 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 yeah um and then it i think i started to push away some of my feelings about being in a relationship and wanting or wanting to be with someone yeah um but yeah um i think it's it's interesting how you said that how that those things even those little those things that we kind of pick up from childhood or you know as growing up how it can we don't realize how much it actually is hindering us from something that we really want which is love because everyone wants to feel loved or be loved absolutely i totally agree Mm -hmm. i totally agree what about you though are there any other sort of beliefs that you think i i definitely felt like um one that hindered me for um growing up was definitely the idea of the one or um the soulmate kind yes. of thing um there definitely was a big movement especially within like christendom um about like kissing dating goodbye and you know I how dating that. was like um dating was bad and um that basically it just leads to all manners of hurt and reading it i could understand his standpoint to be fair to be like oh okay because you know dating had been hurtful for me had been whatever um but yeah I, there there was a big also so there was that side of that movement but it was also the side of being like there is the one and this one person is going to come to you almost like in a beam of light and you're going to know that this is yeah. your husband kind of thing and i feel like that kind of messed me up because i'm yeah. just a bit like okay um does i think that puts too much um onus on 
I think it's put too much onus on God and none on ourselves into in being like actually we have free will, right? We believe we have a God mm. that has given us free will. So all of this waiting for the one. I don't know if I'm making sense, but like waiting for the one or believing yeah, that he yeah. only has one person for you yeah. is also being like, oh, okay, so God's not going to give me the free will to choose someone with, you know, yes. who may be tall or someone who may be yeah, short or exactly. someone. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, whatever my preference is, you know, whatever that is. So, um, and also I feel there was this thing that I had, and this may be really strange, but um, trying to be the girl that was no drama. Like, if I had this belief that I was just like, I just have to be this almost perfect girl or perfect type of girlfriend. Mm. Um, and, you know, that I, I can't show my flaws. I can't show my weakness. Um, and I really wanted to, like, live up to the idea that they had of me mm. or whoever the person had of me, um, uh, which wasn't a real... It wasn't a holistic picture of me. It wasn't... Yeah truly who I was and I think it's so easy and a lot of people do this they actually fall in love with the idea of a person and not who they really are and for me uh, I remember going through this whole stage where everyone thought they knew me because they knew certain parts of me they knew oh yeah and they pigeonhole you there yeah right? right so I literally was a bit like oh okay um but people didn't get to really know who I was, yeah. you know, um, in my fullness, in my wholeness. Uh, and I think that was something that I was always like, okay, cool. If I just, in so relationships, that kind of... To, 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 to stay in that, yeah, in that box. Mm-hmm. But we're frustrated by it because you know it's not all, all there is to you. Exactly. So then you're trying to it's be that girl. Too. Right. It's a catch-22 for sure. Um, mm. But... Uh, I think it's something that I'm now, not even now, I've learned that I was just like, I don't need that to live up to that yeah. being and whatever. And what and who is that? I'm also allowing people to fall in love with uh, a certain side of me if I'm not actually giving them the whole picture yeah. and all that kind of thing. Um, So you got married around, what, 30? You were 30 when you got married. Yeah. Did you think you were ready to be married? Um, yeah, I did. When I got married, I felt I was ready to be married, actually. Um, and it wasn't so much about my age. I think that... And this is... I'm commenting on my own point of view, not on anyone else's. But I think there there can be, especially from a female standpoint there's this kind of oh my gosh I'm sorry I need to be married kind mm. of thing oh no that's a real thing yeah and maybe because I was already in a relationship and you know it was solid and we knew this is what we wanted to do um but that wasn't really I wasn't ever at you know at 28 29 like oh I need to get married now I need to get married now um, where did that come from? That I, I and when did fate become like that? Oh, like almost like midlife crisis thing. It's like know, have to be married by then. But it's so to... weird because I don't feel like that same pressure applies to men. And then I'm thinking, so who are these women marrying? If at thirty, <laughs> do you know what I mean? If at exactly. thirty, that's what it's supposed to happen. So why isn't it that across the board, men and women, we're all like, okay, it's time. It's true. And it then we're just to getting some together. Some, some guys, guys yeah, yeah, some, some guys. guys are like by thirty. I don't feel like I don't know. 
anyway, I can only speak from my POV, right? My yeah, point of view, yeah. but yeah, but then I guess I think I was a bit of an an anonymous uh, an anomaly <laughs> as well in that that was really not my pressure. I I didn't feel like this pressure to get married. I didn't really want to get married before. I mean, we were we were together for like six years beforehand. Okay, and yeah. I think people were kind of like, well, when are you gonna get married? When are you gonna get married? And we just didn't really want to at that time. Like mm. it it felt right. I didn't get married when I was thirty because I was turning thirty. Right. That was actually the year we were like, yeah, we want to do this. It Let's so do happens. it, and it so happened to be that same year. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, in terms of feeling ready, I did, and I think that that was part of it. In that it was kind of like. You know, you spoke about that you kind of touched on things like identity and knowing yourself kind of thing mm. um, instead of playing up to who you think everyone else wants you to be. And there's so much pressure, again, on women, on on all of us. But there's so much pressure, again, I can speak from my point of view as a black woman as well in our culture mm-hmm. being um of african descent you know marriage is a huge deal yeah a huge huge deal in our community kind of thing you know like this is what after having kids it's seeing them get married yeah. and then it's seeing them have kids do you know what i mean so those are like the huge huge milestones and i think um you know it was understanding that oh yeah i didn't have that i didn't i didn't feel like i needed to live up anyone else's mm, expectations mm. of when I should get married and, and things like that. Like I was starting to feel very clear headed. And that was that was the result of really questioning a lot of things, really sitting down with myself, sitting down with a therapist. Come on therapy. And come on therapy. <laughs> um you know, it was I remember saying to to my husband at the time that I need to do this i literally have to go through therapy Mm -hmm. because there are so many things i know i'm carrying you know we spoke about you know um crutches and beliefs and stuff Mm -hmm. that we think we're hindering i was aware you know the deeper and the more serious we got in this relationship i was aware that yeah these are crutches these are things they come up that you know exactly (laughs) right because a relationship will yeah absolutely show you like i said it will show you yourself and um I was like, okay, I can't run from these things anymore. Like, if I really want this to be different to the marriages I've seen growing up, that I'm going to have to do something different. I'm going to have to face these things head on. I'm going to have to take onus and responsibility sure. for the things in my life, mm-hmm. the wounds in my life that may have may or may not have been inflicted by myself. The trauma, yeah. But now I have that choice as to whether or not I carry this stuff into my marriage or I question it. Mm. And also, you know, even just further, I also just question, you know, do I want this? What is marriage and why do I want it? And why is it? And why do I want it? Because I was like, if I can know my whys, if I can understand Mm. the reasons behind the thing, not because it looks great, not just because, oh, you know, it can... I can have a massive party kind of thing and you know things like that like I'm laughing then but that's will... true people just want to be on Bella Niger just they just want oh, a feature mate. mate let's not even they just want to do a feature no, it's people real. just yeah it's they don't so think about about the marriage Where are you sleeping they just after think that day right they think about the wedding day right because some of you are doing that and then Anyway, we won't because that's some people's situation, so I'm not even going to call it out. But literally, I was like, I need to know why I'm doing this. Yeah. Because if I could know my why, then I can also work out how. Mm. When it gets difficult, I will be able to work out the how because I know my why, you know? And so Mm. that was important to me. And then once I started doing that, I started really understanding that, yeah, actually, 
I do want this and it's no longer out of fear. Okay. You know, it is actually a desire I wanted. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it was, you know, going back to the whole hindrance thing as the earlier answer I gave in that there were things that I thought and I told myself this is what I want, but it's actually a defense mechanism oh, to yeah. cover the true things I wanted. Right. And this was something I really did want. And now it was in my grasp. Mm. It was in my reach. Mm. And it was a question as to, okay, are you going to continue to move out of fear? Yeah. Or self-sabotage are you doing this, Self-sabotage. Maybe. Exactly. Yeah. Or are you going to grab this with both hands and, and go for it? And so, right. yeah, that was, and you know, it was, it was understanding that going through that season of, wholeheartedness mm-hmm. you know and it's a journey wholeheartedness yeah. is not it's not a, and it's it's not the journey to perfection Mm-mm. being wholehearted doesn't mean that you are perfect come on it just means that you are healthy in mind healthy in spirit healthy in body that you are healthy holistically um and therefore able to basically make decisions from that standpoint not right. from being a perfect being i wasn't perfect and therefore i knew i was ready for marriage you know mm. what i mean yeah, yeah yeah so yeah i think it's it's about doing doing that work and that work i think absolutely can determine that you know do you know what i mean that you're ready mm. when you can ask yourself like some of those questions like you're single and you've been single for a, for a while you I said have, i have so do you think <laughs> like that you do you think that you are now ready to be in a relationship where you're at? Do you feel like you've done that work? Do you feel that like you're able, if the opportunity was to arise today, do you think that, yeah, actually, I'm I'm all, I'm ready to do this? You know, there was something you just said about, like, just being open to, like, love and, like, we were talking about, like, not self-sabotaging and stuff. Mm. Being open to love is a, is a lot. It's a, if you are not... If you do not know how to, like, if you do not know how to love yourself, how to give and receive love openly, yes. then, mate, being in a, a a real relationship is going to be hard. It's going to be really hard work. Um, And I think doing the work, for me, um, has made me think that, yeah, now I am, but the emphasis is on now. Like, yeah. now I feel more ready, more equipped. I have more understanding about kind of the ways in which... I, I, I I act and how I behave. Um, and yeah, because before, as, as I said, I was just like living happily single. I'm still happily single. Um, uh, but like I was traveling, I was working abroad. I was just in my zone, just doing whatever I wanted. Um, uh, and I needed to have that time of really self-discovery, understanding yeah. who I am, what I like, what I don't like. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Just really figuring out me um, because I've, been in relationships where I have been the incredible adaptable girlfriend what do you need who do you want me to be I can I can transform I can be that person I will be every woman to you literally literally shape-shifting um and I was just like you know what I've again I had to learn who what I bring to the table who I am um is enough do you know what I mean? Mm. And not trying to be whatever their fancy of whoever, yes. of, a, of how a woman should be or how a Christian woman should be mm. or how a black woman should be. Not my business. I get to be me yeah. and 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 I get to be loved being me. Yes. Not trying yes. to be whoever Absolutely. else, you know? Um, So I had to really just work through, like, 
do some of that work and also just you know I was in therapy and I remember having this conversation and my therapist was just was just like um how how do you tell me about an, another relationship have uh, like have you gone through something similar like this before and I was just like oh no um no no and then I was like yes <laughs> oh. yes yes I have actually and just <laughs> literally going through certain things and it was that kind of little light bulb moment where I was just like oh my gosh I date the same guy like you know I'm dating the same guy or I'm going through this the same patterns Mm. I'm doing some of the same experiences and there's like it's um there's actually a a a word for it um in therapy that's called like repetitive compulsion where it's like you're re re reenacting some of the same experiences um from the past Mm. in because you're trying to change something in the past but you can't does that make sense? So, like, yeah. you're either dating the same kind of person who doesn't give you the same the kind of level of attention, speaks to your abandonment issues and all of that kind of stuff, and you're like, I'm just going to really make you like me, yeah. and I'm going to get the level of attention and affection that yes. I've always been longing for from all the relationships in my past that yeah. I never got it from. From, you know, even from the beginning of time, let's start from my dad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just going to be... And you don't even realise that you're just like, oh, my gosh, I am trying to heal something that is that is bigger than this do you yeah. know what I mean and you're not also the person that can heal me because you, you, can't, you can't reassure me you can't yeah. love me you can't you can't love me out of my trauma yeah. I have to do the work and get mm. through some of my traumatic stuff you know by myself and figure out where did that wound where did that start where did it come from yeah. you know um so yeah I definitely do think now I'm more ready but um to be in a relationship and I think that's because definitely it's taken some time to be like Sarah, do the work. You know, we all know, you know, so we have issues. Everyone knows. Yeah. You, well, if you're self-aware enough, yes. you're aware that actually I'm not perfect. perfect. You know, I can be rude or I can be, you know, insensitive or I can be whatever. And it's actually just like, oh, okay, can you be real enough with yourself to be like, I need to work on that. Yeah. I, I, I could be a better friend. I could be a better a, a better girlfriend, a better boyfriend. Um you know, I can work through some of my own stuff um before I project that into an into something new. Yes. Cause then that's when you're not open for love because you're actually just like, I don't know what how how to be. I I don't know how to accept this. Like how do I accept someone fully loving me for me when I've always been shape shifting? Mm. You know? Mm. so yeah no that's really good that's really good I think that it's it's so it's so mad though how we we do that that shape-shifting thing you know we genuinely kind of take on these personas yeah without even thinking Mm -hmm. without even thinking without even questioning it it comes from different things though like think of like every rom-com you've watched or oh this is how people do um how people are in relationships or oh or or, you know okay i need to do um this on the first date this on the second date i need to be seen as the the perfect the rule book you know i need to do this or whatever and it's like like a man Come on, do you know what I mean? Like, there's just so many ways or things that we've been told, especially even as women, yes. of being like, oh, this is how you be, how Absolutely. to be a wifey, Absolutely. or how to be... You're too loud, you're too soft, you're too hard, yeah. you're, you're too this, you're not enough You're of too that. much of a feminist. And I'm like, ah? Uh? 
I, I really female. truly believe that <laughs> Jesus, I'm female and also I could be a Christian and a feminist and it does not go against like my faith mm. I don't think they rival each other mm. I can be both mm. and actually I want my husband to be both mm. as well because you know what Jesus was both <laughs> you mm. know and I'm literally just like but there's so many weird things that you ca- you carry on and you're just like oh maybe I couldn't I can't be a feminist I need to be meek and mild yeah I can't be loud I yeah. need to have a gentle spirit right and it's like I can what like let me leave let, let me be yeah <laughs> god created me how he created and me I live. you know and I, i'm not offending anyone as long as i'm not causing i'm not causing any offense i'm not whatever i'm just being me yeah. and i think there's and if that doesn't work for you that's okay sir. that's okay keep it that's okay. that's okay that's okay that's okay that's okay that's <laughs> do you know what i mean um but we we as women have taken it on and you know patriarchy's done a number on us on so many different levels but i think that was something it it crept up a lot that was just like mm, girl you're not being yourself yeah who are you who are you trying to you're trying to be someone you, if you're not the girl that cooks all the time don't be the girl that cooks i love to cook but that's still do you know what i mean like a lot of people feel like that a lot of women might be like oh i don't know how to cook i'm never gonna get a man that's not the case mm. that's not the case you you can you just need to be you and if he's okay with that, that's fine. And it's vice versa. We always think we need to impress the guy. And it actually is like, what do you like? Dating is finding yeah. out what you like. Yeah. What I like, what you like, yeah. what you don't like. That's cool. We have to be okay with being like, let's try and get to know each other. Yeah. But we need to get to know, know each other, not the fake versions. Agreed. Agreed. Love that. So you've spoken about you being, feeling now that you've done the work, that you're ready mm-hmm. or more ready now more ready let me not act like oh yeah i've arrived <laughs> <laughs> but I you're open arrived. you're ready you're ready so how what's dating like oh at the moment at the moment you know what like last year i was just like i'm gonna be a lot more open to dating and finding people and increasing you know you know your circle your pool of people and all that yeah. jazz and um i joined the online dating community oh. um mm, and yes you know what dating sometimes can really feel like the ghetto it can feel like the, the corner. corner the corner <laughs> <laughs> it is the corner of ghetto and hell you where know it's where meet. it's where they the meet it's the intersection <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah sometimes it can it just makes me feel like i was born in the wrong era because mm. i feel like modern day dating um it's, it's just it's different and i want organic conversations i want to have like i want to mm. meet people and be like oh i can you know figure out their body language i know how they smell like mm. i just want you know I, I like the way they smile or whatever like there's just something and it's just missing because it's now all about swipe right or swipe left and mm. ghosting and sliding in someone's dms and shooting your shot and i'm all like i'm what I'm lost. I'm yeah. lost. Um, can someone tell me how we get back to to real, 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 real conversations? <laughs> I took the wrong turn. Um, but yeah. So on online dating. Oh my gosh. Um, how has it been? It's been okay. So one of my weird because being open 
to love sometimes makes you open to you know the the good the bad and the ugly oh. and you have to be you have to be able to you know uh what's that street fire you know you have to be able to like push away and fight away anything you're just like this is bad this is ugly you know you have to hide your kid like but i guess this is the thing with online you can't always tell straight away what you've you got can't. you don't know the good the bad oh, or the ugly oh gosh okay so there was this one guy let me tell you about nelson oh okay so uh, this was like one of the first guys that i matched with uh liked oh, his yeah. picture no, liked he liked to comment <laughs> i was just like oh so you understand my banter okay let's talk mm-hmm. and whatever had a conversation with him and our first conversation he's just like hey we're doing all pleasantries hey hi blah mm. blah blah back and forth and then um this is a conversation through text by the way because i do not give out my number just like that and i understand a lot of people that's a real thing that people are like oh send me your number i'll whatsapp you and it's like oh wait a second we so ha- what do you mean it was by text it wasn't so it was in the app oh it was okay th- this was a conversation in app. Oh, right, right 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 so having this conversation within the app doing all the pleasantries hey 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 hi 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 all that jazz then um he's like oh did you read my profile and i'm like well I did say this to him, but I'm like, well, duh, of course I read your profile. That's why I'm right, here. Right. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah, I did. And then he goes, oh, so you saw that I like PDA. And I'm like, yeah, sure. So, okay, for people who may not know, PDA is public displays of affection. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you said that. And he's like, oh, so you just so you're so you're aware that I'm a quite touchy feely holding person. my hand, that kind of thing. And I was, oh, that's what okay my sister so basically i literally was just like oh do you mean like you know holding hands you know like hugs i was like so you're quite an affectionate person kind of thing and he was just like uh well more like you know like rubbing on your bum oh like dj pull it up pull up the track can we everything just went silent so i was just like um that's not what PDA actually is and and and, and you, when when sir when on our first meet well so I was actually just like that's not really like what PDA is and also like don't you just feel like this is a bit of an inappropriate conversation to be having with me did you say that yes because I was just like what and he's like oh um oh uh it's not that inappropriate it's not like I said I was going to I'm not going to repeat. Mm. Uh, it just got very explicit. Very. Yeah, let's yeah. think aubergines and peach emojis. Eesh. That's where... That's the line of conversation that he was going in. That's and mad. I, mad. Mad. It, can I just also note that this was around like 9am in the morning. I'm definitely, at my, I'm definitely at my desk at work. And my face, I'm literally just like... See, this is why... I should be working and not on my phone. (laughs) Anyway. Doing bananas. Do it anyway. So he's like, it's not like I said I was going to do this to your this. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I was like, you know that we are strangers, right? And this is our first conversation. And you think this is appropriate that we can be, that we should be having this conversation. Was he trying to get a date or? He was trying to get a hookup. And that's the thing also with online dating. Sometimes it's just hookup city. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, ah, again, old school i'm like what i didn't realize that this is all that people be doing okay um but then there's some glory stories you know people meet online for real i know some people meet online people get married people find i I know people who have um but anyway so go back to him 
he's he's just like well if this is inappropriate for you um then we could you could just unmatch me blah 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 blah. and i was actually like before i could even type anything this guy had unmatched me oh wow he was upset he was upset he 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 was offended your response offensive me a whole what i said you offended him i offended him obviously but i was like you know what as quickly as you came in to my life be leaving please please take this stage please leave so i'm like cool you are not needed here nelson it's calm with your booty grabbing hands in the a.m in the a.m i was like it's it's cool it's calm no worries so then later on that week um in instagram and let me tell you how i know god is for me (laughs) yeah so looking on instagram and literally it's the first picture i see and i'm looking at a brand that i follow and i'm like zooming in because it's like a guy and a girl in the picture and i'm zooming in on the woman and what the woman's wearing and all this jazz and i was literally just like oh my gosh this is really cute that was probably not for me anyway i'm zooming out and the guy model next to her is this guy that i was talking to Nelson is Nelson. So I was literally like, scream, grab it. I throw it into the group chat. I'm like, listen, sister, friends, people, anyone, <laughs> is this not the guy that I was talking to? Um, you saw the picture. Absolutely you, was. You were like, I'm that on was it, Nelson. On it. That was him. Jumped through, looked through his Instagram, blah blah blah. We get to his Instagram page and twos, twos and fours, fours. Basically, I was being catfished. Yep. This guy was not in London. This guy had a, a fiance. Yeah. This guy's name wasn't even Nelson. Nelson, not Nelson. Nelson, not Nelson. So I was actually just like, wait, just say the first initial conversation went well. Because this conversation, maybe this guy, this is how he talks to mm. people, yeah? Who would have I met? No. No. An uncle, a toad, oh, a waste a man, goat. a goat. Could have been anyone. I literally no, screaming. Crazy. I was actually like, nah. It could be, and I would have booked, I would have been cornered in a corner. Anyway, so no, that is sometimes. No, the Lord is on your side. He on, is for you. Online dating can be, is, is weird, 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 weird. But I never told real Nelson, yes. the real guy. Yes. About the fact that he's Nelson, not Nelson, that there was someone out here here. that is using your picture, that is pretending to be you, and that is also acting like a pervert online. Did he have more than one picture? He had pictures, videos, just different things. And I literally was just like, no. Because remember, there was a couple of theories that we had amongst us girls. It was like, okay, so either someone here in the UK is using this guy's. I didn't. Yeah, he because he was a good-looking dude. The conversation also was very UK. Like I feel like the mm. words he was using. Oh really? They weren't really. Um, um, they because weren't this American. guy is definitely an American. Definitely. And actually, I should have known. So I had this conversation recently um, with a, a a friend of mine, and he was just like, "No, from that first that first video in his profile mm. looks American. You need to be looking out for the door frames, the way things are like laid out. What? It's all you could tell, an, like an American background to a UK background. And I was like, but just say he took it on holiday, and yeah. he, he was just like, no, you can tell he looks American. Even his fade, he said his fade looks American. And I was just like, you know what? Now what? he's saying that his trim. Sorry, no, this See? guy's trim was actually so USA, like USA. I feel like, ladies, you know what I'm talking about. When a US guy, <laughs> when a, when a US has guy. his beard trimmed 
there's something has his fade done like there's, there's something, something very US about it yeah that's so is that wild. mad I know right and you need to be looking at door frames. Is this what the world has come to? Am I a carpenter? This is why we need to be seeing people face to face, yeah, yeah, though, yeah. isn't it? No, no, no. But I've made the decision that I'm like, if I'm ca- carrying on with online dating, if it gets to a good place, we're having good conversation, all that jazz, we need to FaceTime. We need to FaceTime yes. before the date. What's up? I need to. I need to see you Absolutely. in 3D in your house. In your house and see that you've got UK door frames. UK door frames. The UK trim. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and that your profile and your vids are matching. I match it. That's that's it. I agree. But are you gonna tell Nelson? Not Nelson. I don't know. Do you have to? Do you tell people? Guys, what do you think? Gosh, do you think that Sarah should tell Nelson? Not Nelson. That. Someone, people are out here using his imagery, his videos, Hmm. and pretending to be a single male out here trying to grab bums. Just being a pervert online, using your videos and pictures. Anyway, I feel like there's benefits. There's there's great like benefits to being like. being online your social pool opens up and all that kind of yeah. stuff so and you know what i'm just being open to dating in general i'm just like 2020 i'm here for more dates i'm here for going out on more dates meeting mm. people talking to people mm. and also dating doesn't mean oh we're gonna get married tomorrow you're figuring out what you like what you don't like yes. and it goes both ways you know what yeah. i mean um but the benefits of being like in a relationship are quite obvious. But what would you say, Hannah, is like one of the challenges of being married? That is continual work. I think <laughs> just not even going to overthink it. It's for me, for me, the challenge is that it is continual work. Mm. Um, you can't rest on good times. You just can't rest Come on your laurels. On. Yeah. Like you've got to keep it pushing mm-hmm. in a marriage you've got to keep it keep it moving you can't coast or at least i don't think you can for long before right. someone notices or the marriage falls off the world right, basically right, right. um love is just work and i think that with when 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 you say work it can be thought as thought of as being a dirty thing yeah you know like it's you think work, of work as a tiring, job and yeah. no one really loves their job kind of thing and so you don't really want to you don't want to really associate your marriage which is supposed to be this you know amazing butterflies in stomach um you know moment this thing that's mm. just always beautiful with something that you get sunday blues over kind of thing and it's <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. Oh, i don't really want to have to do this another day mm. but i think that that's a bit of a fantasy i think that that's it's harmful to think that actually I think there's sometimes, I think that it's sometimes approached that, you know, that if, if love requires too much of you, if it requires a bit too much work from you, then it, it's, it's quite not, it's not right. You know, mm. as if, as if true real love should be very easy. And I think there's, there's definitely some elements to that in that it can feel natural and organic, right. yeah. you know, and I think that that's sometimes read as being, oh, it's easy. Absolutely, but it doesn't always remain like that. Right, you know, there's right. always with everything what, that's yeah, organic. What stays easy. It, exactly, exactly. And the things that look organic that tend to look easier stuff that actually require a lot, a lot of, of work, work. Right, a yeah. lot of work. And so, um, I think that you know, real true love is actually 
work it's mm. and it's continual work and yeah. i think that that's why going back to what i said previously you've got to know your whys you've Come got on. to know your whys because then you know how to keep at this continual work at least that's how it works for me mm-hmm. um i will say though that marriage is definitely a team sport and therefore it's really only worth it if you're doing it together like right. it has yeah. to be you know mutual buy in yeah, um, relationship you can't you you can't win it by yourself mm. do you know what i mean so um it's definitely a team sport and i remember reading um a bit of a it's sort of like a definition on on what team sport was but i remember i i, I saw it screenshot it i sent it to my husband i was like yeah these are almost a set of not even rules but just ways that we need to operate in our marriage like mm. it just immediately made me think of marriage and it was saying that um Team members set goals, make decisions, communicate, manage conflict and solve problems in a supportive, Mm. trusting atmosphere in order to accomplish their objectives. Come on, that applies to family, friendships. I mean, across the board. Yes, the no, board. that's a word. Right, and I just like, yeah, no, this is how, this is, this needs to be our sort of marriage mantra. Mm. We need to be able to set goals that we're going to accomplish together and in order to do that we'll make decisions we'll stay communicative we'll stay open Mm. and when conflict arises which it will do yes you know we're going to manage it and we're going to manage it in a way that is supportive that doesn't break down trust in one another you know so that we can keep pushing towards those objectives towards Mm. those goals together and the truth of the matter is though that as well intentioned as we might be, there are day there are weeks Come on. Sis, that we <laughs> fail. We hmm. fail out loud. Like we've said we're gonna do these things, we intend to do these things, and then it hits the fan and we move like we are Yeah. Playing it's, on completely different different it's all teams. Good in theory, right? But then practice. But when in practice. the heat of the moment absolutely or, or or sometimes even you know taking it back to the whole sports analogy like in practice you've got it down and then it comes to the actual game, game. day yeah and it's kind of like oh no what nothing's working <laughs> like all the play you've forgotten everything and i think that we we you know i spoke about before about certain things that had hindered us and we both had different ways of dealing with confrontation and stuff and so those those kind of things also got in the way of us being true teammates and mm. we've we just had to call each other out on that and again then put in the work yeah. so i think it's you know those parts of love relationships of marriage they aren't easy but they are they are so important yeah, yeah. um i kind of again alluded earlier about you know, marriage has, you know, really shown me all the kind of cer- certain parts of myself that I didn't know were there because I'm telling you, no- ain't nothing like a long-term serious relationship um, to show you your triggers. Right, Like, this, yeah. like, no one like my husband, no one can trigger me like my husband can. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I think because, you know, I remember hearing that marriage is like a mirror and... I think it's so true. Marriage is like a mirror. Yeah, I do think, however, that many of us forget this, again, sort of when we're in the thing. Mm-hmm. And instead, we treat it more like it's a window. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for example, you know, you look out of a window. You look out a window, and when you look out of a window, you see 
everything outside of yourself. Right. You see the trees, you see the sun shining, or you see the rain falling. Yeah. You see everything beside yourself, outside of yourself. Yeah. Whereas a mirror, when you hold that up, you are seeing yourself. Mm-hmm. You are seeing your reflection. Yeah. And I think that windows, looking out of a window in terms of the whole marriage thing is can drive you to distraction. Right. You know, it drives you to distraction. It drives you to see the speck that's in your partner's eye when there's a whole forest in your eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas holding up up a mirror allows you to... It drives you to take responsibility because you're seeing yourself. Accountability. Mm -hmm. And, And oftentimes, I think in marriage, you know, we are... You kind of touched on the whole, you know, the idea of people and stuff. And mm. I feel like we're always trying to work on the other person to get right. them to to continually be the idea, the person that we're thinking. And actually, if we take that energy and put it into ourselves and do that work, come on, that inward work, yeah, that inward work is so real and is so impactful mm-hmm. for better, whether you do it or not. You know, it's gonna be for better or worse for mm. your relationship, mm-hmm. for your marriage, and um, we've got to do that work in us on our on ourselves. So I think that if we can start that work before getting hitched while you're dating even while you're single mm. you know talking about identity and things like that then you're ahead of the curve yeah you're ahead of the curve mm-hmm. no for sure but like you've been married now what like five years yeah and you've been in a relationship for 11 yeah how do how do you retain your own identity in yeah. in like long term relationships, especially like in marriage, you know, we've yeah. been talking a lot about identity. But how do you maintain and not just become that person, or be, you know? I think you know you 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 again. You brought it up earlier on in in this conversation, and I think as women, we do we do the whole shape shifting thing. Yeah, you know, and I and I think that's a really good question, but I think it it I think it has to start way before your wedding. It needs to start mm. way before. Like, I think it's not even... I think you retain your identity, first of all, by knowing it. Yeah. You know? And so when you said... Good place to start. You know? <laughs> like, and you said it. You, you, you're you ready now. You're in a better place now because of the fact that you've taken time to really get to know yourself. And that's the good and the bad sides of yourself. And again, we're not all the way there yet. Mm-hmm. No one's perfect or whatever. But I think that knowing, retaining, being able to retain your identity, first of all, begins by you having to know what that identity is. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's way harder, I think, to find that when you're entwined in marriage. You know, right. you have to know some foundational things about yourself. And then I think it's just important to stay cultivating those things. Um, and if you stay cultivating those things, then you'll be you, you'll be showing your partner those things. And mm. then when they're seeing those things, um, then they're aware. And they yeah. can support you in those things. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's not like, oh... And, and, you know, failing out loud, keeping it completely honest and real. There were certain things that I kept to myself that I knew were intrinsically me. Mm-hmm. But I started to do the shape-shifting thing. Right. And then I remember it coming out and being like, you should know that this is something that is so important to me. And my husband being like, huh? When? When? How? <laughs> yeah. I never knew this. Wow, wow. And then that really was like a real knock on the head for me that, uh-uh, Hannah, you... 
I think sometimes we want our men to be mind readers. Mind readers, yeah. We want for people to be telepathic like that. Yeah. And now I understand if you've you you know if you've repeated yourself maybe a few times, but I can't be expecting for you to pull things out of the out of a the thin air, thin no, air, and true. just be knowing just because we're Both together. Ways, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I need I need to. I need to work on retaining my identity. It's me. Mm. I need to do that work. Yeah. So I think it's, if you're seeing that, you know, your identity is starting to slip away, then you need to be checking yourself. Like as to why, why is that? Yeah. Is it because I feel that my partner is not going to be able to accept who I am? Ooh. Because that, those are some real questions. Yeah, is yeah. it out of fear? I found that the kind of the things that I was hiding from my husband were definitely more kind of out of a, fear thing that it's because i'm afraid of this thing i'm afraid of how much this thing means to me and matters to me so i don't speak about it i don't do it i don't do you know what do you know what i mean yeah 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 so i think it's yeah i think it's it's i think it's so important to um again get start that work now if you're not married if you're single know who you are now and but also we are always evolving. Come on. Yeah. That's the aim. That you know, is we're it, always yeah. evolving. Mm-hmm. So, yes, while we're getting to know each other, our, ourselves and we're able to say, okay, these are my identities, we we have to make room for the fact that I'm going to change. Yeah. And therefore, my identity might change. Yes. There might be some foundational things, but we don't have to be like, this is who I am and therefore... I can't change. I, I can't, can't. This is it. Yeah. You know, no. Take me, you know, love me or leave me. And it's like, okay, sometimes we can... People can love you and leave you because actually you're just not a nice person. Yeah. You're not... You're not, you know, you're not even agreeable. But do you know what I mean? Like, you're just not... Um, you're just not good vibes. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I th- yeah. And sometimes we get caught up in that because we're just like, well, I've always been like this. I've always been... And it's like, oh, okay. But yeah. have, are you seeing the patterns, though, that people... And I think this you is know, it. With identity, it's, it's such a weird one because obviously it's yours. It's your own. But when you come into a relationship, we're talking about sharing everything. Mm. And so you need to share of that, too. It doesn't have to necessarily be... Um, to the detriment of that, but yeah. we need to find a way then that we can, we can share of each other's identities, mm. and create our identity in a marriage while retaining. Right. Do you know what I mean? While yeah. retaining our individualness mm, to bring good. a new identity that is ours, that is both of ours. Mm. So yeah, I think yeah, that would kind of be my answer. I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, speaking about fading out loud and stuff. Do you see any of your past relationships as failures? I think, let me because I think obviously it's easy to say, oh yeah, they didn't work out, therefore they must have been failures. But mm. actually, you know, there were some past relationships. I'm like, okay, that wasn't a failure. It didn't work out. Just but didn't work. It just wasn't. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. do you see? You know what? I used to. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I used to see like my past relationships as failures because I was like they didn't work out, mm, so they failed. Okay. I failed. Yeah, they failed. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I used to, but not so much anymore. Um, mm. it can it can be tricky, especially when like I've seen exes get married, you know, have families, all that kind of stuff. But um, and I guess it is part of that human thing to think maybe it's me maybe I'm not marriage material or I'm not blah 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 blah. um and I had to come to the realization that I had not failed 
yeah yeah um that there were lessons to be learned yeah. and it was growth to be had a lot of growth a lot of growth needed to be had yeah on my part on my part on their part on you know whatever and you know there's that saying where it's like oh sometimes what is it like um uh sometimes it was the wrong uh, like the wrong timing do you know what I mean? Okay. What's that saying? Like, where it's like, oh, it might have been the right person, right but the person, wrong timing. Wrong but sometimes it is the wrong person and it's the wrong time. Okay? Mm. <laughs> because they, they, it just wasn't for you and you mm. weren't for them because mm. it just it just didn't work. And that's okay. Because they will find the person that is right for them and it's and is good for them and it will just and it works. Mm. There's something there that you're just like, no, this works. Like mm. this works for them. You know? Um But also and not because, oh, yeah, it just clicks and it just works, but because, oh, I'm also willing to do that work for that yeah. person. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. The, you know, if you look back and you think, oh, actually, yeah, you know, this would never have worked with me and you. Mm. But this person, they've got the... They've got the, the, they've got the bag for you. They've got the bag. And you've got, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you've got it for them. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. I think there's certain people you're graced for. Yes. Okay, you are much graced. Term. <laughs> you are graced for them. And and, and that is, and, and I think there's something in that where you're just like, oh, that it was like, we had to, we had to meet. It, it was serendipity that we had to meet because we, we, we're good for each other. And we can help even smooth out some of those rough areas in each other. Because you know what? I've got the patience to sand it. Yeah. I've got the patience to help bring out that diamond in you. Yeah. You know, or help cultivate that. So, yeah, I don't feel like... I, not anymore. I used to, though. Yeah. But I think that was also me just also um, uh, kind of wanting to blame, you know, blame myself and be like, mm. you know, almost like step on myself and be like, well, it's, it's you. It's you. It, it must be, be you. Me. It has yeah. to be me. You know? And that's that's not healthy either, mm, mm. you know. Absolutely, yeah. What about you? Do you feel like there's, you know, anything in the past? Well, actually, you've mentioned some things about, you know, how. Yeah. Um, I I didn't really no. I think um, yeah, they didn't work out, but. Like you just said, how you like they'll just fail. Yeah, they, they, just they didn't, didn't fail. Yeah. They just didn't work out. It's cool. Yeah, funny enough, I that wasn't actually. And thinking of the way I was like, the things I battled, I'm surprised actually that I didn't think a lot more of my relationships were, were failures for me. Maybe I just also knew I was like, oh, again, I I hadn't done yet done that work. Mm. So in my mind, it was like, okay, yeah, these aren't going it's just anywhere. Done. Exactly, it's done. <laughs> it's a wrap thing, and that's that's fine. So yeah, it, it wasn't. I didn't have that same sort of battle in that, oh, yeah, this is me, my fault, <laughs> it didn't work out. Yeah. Um, I went I went down that spiral for sure. Mm. Anyway, in in when you were dating, did you ever ghost anyone? <laughs> you were... So, can I just say, though, you were so good with the ghosting. Mm. You knew how to... My sister, Sarah, knew how to put a ban on someone yeah and the thing is yeah sarah would literally be like no hannah i've banned this person mm-hmm. i remember the first time you told me about it, i was like i don't really understand what you're saying it's not a real thing it's at all because real. this person but i i swear legit sarah used to say out loud mm-hmm. i have banned such and such and such yeah and then we would not see them hide no hair mm-hmm. like Mm-hmm. You're the one that you lived in. Yeah, lived in my ends. I said never again. I was like, how do we never ever see him? I don't know. 
It was really bad. It was bad. But hey, it worked. It was really, it really bad. If you don't want to see someone, you have to just say, you have to say it out loud. You have to be like, I put a ban on seeing this person. <laughs> I promise you, you will not see them. <laughs> you won't. I promise perfect. you. I was like, I hope he's all right. <laughs> I didn't say harm will oh, come to true. you. It's just that I just don't want to see you. You should not be in my eyesight. You yeah, should be in my eyesight. I don't need to see you. Thank so, you. So um, for me, there was definitely a... I did... I, I did it. I don't know. Maybe my faith wasn't as strong as yours. Maybe my... <laughs> stop it, I don't stop know. It. Because this one, mm. I ghosted, but he kept resurrecting, man. Wow, 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 No, wow, no. Wow, wow, wow. He was like Lazarus. Wow, wow, wow. Like, wow. I was like, <laughs> hello again, you. Yeah, no, you have to be strict with the band, man. Mm, anyway, oh, what about you? I mean, we know no. you've got... So who, yeah. Okay, I... More, more recently, I ghosted someone online. Oh, um, Nelson. Uh, no, he didn't. No, no. Well, he unmatched me, bro. <laughs> he ghosted he, he you. He ghosted me. Nelson has banned Can you. Can you imagine? <laughs> rude. Absolutely rude. Um, yeah, uh, I banned someone online. Um, his profile said that he didn't have kids. And... Um, we he said that he's not really good on like the in-app conversation so um i was like i will call you but i'll call you on like private number basically and he was like oh okay cool fine um called him speaking to him um and i was just like oh hey how are you doing blah 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 he's like i'm good um i was like what you've been up to and he was just like oh um uh, you know, I've just came back from like a trip and all that kind of jazz, and then it was just like, oh, um, did you, uh, like again, kind of a question like, oh, did you read my profile? But I was like, oh, you know, do you have any kids? Like, would you do? And I was like, no, I don't. I was like, I don't have any kids, which okay. says which I have said on my profile. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, okay, maybe I should ask this question back. And I was like, oh, do you have any kids? And he's like, yeah, actually, that trip that I went on, I just came back from seeing my kid, and I literally was just like wait a second i had to pull up he was he was talking and i was like let me just pull up your profile again and his profile said like he had no kids but i've heard that this is a thing for people who have kids like just in order for people to even give them a chance and sometimes talk they don't stay on their profile that they have a kid they wait until after they've kind of like have like more of an initial conversation with people and then kind of drop in that whole oh i do have a kid by the way by the by i mean okay but if the profile has asked that question Uh then that means that certain people Uh will be filtered Uh based on that Mm. so some people might say okay i don't want to be matched with people who have kids right because that could be a deal breaker right so just because you're telling me now over the phone. Thank you. Doesn't mean my whole exactly. Also, I mean, I'm not saying that's your problem. No, no, that no, might no not it's be true your, though. That might not but, be your problem, but but also my thing for him was just like, don't do that because then you might bring your child in the presence of someone who does not like children. Do you know what I mean? Or does not yeah. want to be children? Might like might be like some evil stepmother. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like don't do it exactly like don't ever have to put yourself in a position where you have to choose between like maybe someone that you really love and, and actually child. the child that you really love do you know what i mean i was just literally like so after that conversation Cancel. it wasn't it wasn't a great conversation anyway if i felt like i was carrying the whole conversation oh. and stuff so i was literally like nah learn how to have a conversation the art of conversation yeah. and, and also don't lie you don't need to because you're gonna have to tell the truth and then exactly. now i just really i'm like what Cool. You can lie about a whole child you have. A whole child. The child was ten. Oh. <laughs> 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 
No, no, no. The child was 10. You forgot about the 10-year-old? No, it's no. Rude. That's okay. That's, that, that one there is okay. Honestly. Oh. Oh, gosh. Um, so, talk about advice. Mm. What advice would you say that you've received that has changed your, your mindset towards um, dating and being single? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, for me, um, I heard this and it was something... It's something that I kind of heard in part, but this woman said it so perfectly. And I don't know what her name was, but it was on a transformation. Transformation Church did a series on relationship goals. And one of the ladies who was on the panel, so they had like single people, married people, all these like people at different stages of their life, kind of just talking kind of openly about relationships. And she said like, singleness isn't a curse and marriage isn't the reward um Amen. and the thing is she said it she's she kind of went into um like it into it more deeply but i remember very early on maybe even when i was around like 25 um like hearing god really say to me like basically Sarah, like live your best life like you're you're single do whatever you like enjoy the freedom mm. <laughs> enjoy not saying that marriage isn't freedom there's just different freedoms at different parts of your life right different seasons yeah. give allow you different levels of freedom and yeah i think when i heard that um when i heard that they say that i was like yeah the bit that got me um is the fact that it was saying that singleness isn't a curse because that sometimes you start you can start feeling that because of you know different things like do you feel like marriage is the ultimate prize um and marriage is not the reward more so especially in christiandom yeah where um if you add that layer of oh being the christian ideals and then on top of that you layer it uh, culturally those ideals as well um like being nigerian being of a certain age and whatever um it can really start feeling like actually marriage is the top tier achievement and you have i have not yeah. you have not come you you have not reached your full form, yeah. your your real form yeah. until you are married. So mm. I think that kind of changed the game for me because I was actually mm. like, actually, I'm not going to pin uh, all my hopes and dreams mm. and stuff on a relationship, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. What about you? What I you- think for me, yeah, I think I said it earlier, it was really about being on the same team, mm. about being on the same team and, you know, therefore, you don't, you don't win over your partner. Come you don't on. win over your spouse. You win together. Mm-hmm. And you lose together. Right. And if one of you is winning and one of you is losing, then you're doing that collectively. Right. So, um, yeah, I think that was, yeah, that was it for me. And um, forgiving quickly. Mm. You know, forgive quickly, basically. Come <laughs> so on. Think, just forgive quickly. Yeah. Forgive yeah, yourself, man. forgive them. Yeah, yeah. totally. So you've been watching Love Island. We've been I watching have, Love come Island. On. Winter Love, Love Island. I'm not even sure how I feel about it. To be oh, honest, to be honest, they keep sure. it to the summer. But I think they should. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Well, they'll see. But we still, we got. I mean, to be honest, we we usually just watch for the bands. Honestly, for because Twitter, Twitter is 
just it is the life. best way to watch Love Island. If you watch Love Island and you're not and on, on Twitter, Twitter, then you're not. I don't know why you're just you watching. <laughs> just you watching doing? a dead show. Nah, Twitter makes it changes the whole game. I tell absolutely, you, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so what piece of advice would you give to one Love Islander this year? And I bet we're gonna go for the same reason. I just want to call Shauna into the Shauna into the diary room, man. Come into the confession. T- what was it? The beach, beach hut. hut. I always call Co- it the diary room. The diary too. room. Cause big, I'm brother big brother vibes, isn't it? I was like, Shauna, come in, come into the beach yeah, house. Step please. inside. Step inside. Take a seat, my love. Take Boy. a seat, darling. What is happening? Boy. She's gone through a journey. Do you know what I mean? But there's something about Shauna that I was really like, no. People think, and this is again how what people perceive of you and who you really are right so i think she's come in as the girl who's like a quite you know quite outspoken uh can yeah, confront South people Londoner, quite you know she has confident. some banter she can have some banter she can you know that witty, kind of thing funny. witty funny quick and all that kind of stuff but you see her insecurities start jumping out the minute she saw like a, a woman almost as a threat yeah. someone as a threat to her relationship you saw all of her insecurities but come out I feel like every in- woman was a threat is a threat to shauna somewhat mm. some way she doesn't believe in her own source she doesn't believe in what she brings to into the, to the table and yet she was telling naz yeah oh remember that probably like oh i don't understand you should believe in your source and all this other Absolutely. stuff miss but can the, you take the your minute own advice? rebecca walked in mad the minute we, the twins walked in mad. mad like you did not know how to behave you lost all the and you know we said this we said this though we said Callum. that casa amor is coming yeah and we will be shaking in your boots losing every single one of her eyelashes yes that lip filler will just be quivering, quivering, quivering it was shaking. swelling. It was swelling for the mat. For the, for and the... look what happened. Hmm. And the thing is, I was also like, I'm not sure. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not sure if she actually really liked Callum. I think really? every time, um, every time she was like just starting to get to know Callum, a new person, a new woman would come in and they would show Callum some interest. And nothing makes a woman move more quick than seeing someone else interested in their man. Or vice versa. Really? Even for men. If you start seeing... Because that's what always happens in Love Island. The minute someone else shows interest mm. into someone, to someone that they're with, all of a sudden it's like, I need to cook her breakfast. I need to go... I need to bring her a cup of tea. I don't and know, it's like, I feel um, like she, I feel like... No, I feel like she was on it with Callum. She stepped forward mm. for him from day one. They've oh, been together true. from the beginning. She always goes for that type, the the scaffolder. Sometimes release your type, you know, and walk in freedom. (laughs) Walk in freedom. Release what you think your type is and allow freedom to, you know, because it's not life. And this is it now. She's bawling and crying. It's always me. For a small boy. It would be me. It's always me. Small boy Callum. Callum, that could not give you any... But look how Callum changed the game. Oh, no, because this ain't Callum. a real guy... It takes a real one one time. Okay, hey. and he was not what whatever he had for Shauna was not the same for whatever he has nah. for Molly. The energy that he now has, he's a new man. He's a new man. Oh, that was hilarious! And when the boys were going up to her, and basically, I think they were trying to console her, but it it was it was the worst. It was just a show <laughs> of the, the lack of emotional intelligence oh. on the highest Every, level. Of them were like, and oh, emotional yeah. intelligence is attractive, you know especially mm. in a guy it's attractive oh yeah but then you see the lack of it daily <laughs> daily but she was i don't know what she thought Callum was bringing to the table in the first place he couldn't reassure her he couldn't re- reassure her anyway on anything i don't know if the, if it was uh love island editing 
but it seemed like a lot of the times he was just giving her silence like when she was literally like falling apart in front yeah, of him yeah and i was literally like what is this and at some yeah. point i was like is callum scared is he scared no, of her? i think he was being safe i think i think that i think that you know what on the outside and this is what my husband said on the outside shauna would have been a girl that he hit you know like mm. as in oh we met out on a night we met out on a night out and we met up on a night out kind of thing and we'll we'll get together but it won't be a long term thing right you would have been another one of his girls basically that he was with real quick whereas the way he's moving with this molly chick mental stroking her arm couldn't believe it i said who's this even i was watching it like who's this who's this Someone just talking up, talking loud, smiling and laughing. They've replaced Callum. (laughs) It's a new guy. It's a cyborg. (laughs) It's a new guy. There's a new guy in the house who's moving affectionate. I agree. I agree. I just want Shauna to love herself. Darling, you need to move with what they call self-awareness. Come on. And mindfulness. Yeah. Get you some of that Mm -hmm. and you'll be good. Yeah. In 2020, you can't be... It can't be same Living story. Higgy. You can't losing be doing your mind. This. It's very upsetting. Yeah, no. Very I, upsetting. I, I want her Shauna. to just walk in her confidence and actually be like, you know what? I'm confident in what I in who I am Agreed. and what I and what I bring, and I'm not gonna let any other every woman come and shake the table for me. For what? I'll shake it right back. <laughs> she mean? I need Shauna to shake it right back. Oh come on. <laughs> Nah, bro. Right. Speaking of, we need to catch up. We need to catch yes. up because we've missed a couple episodes. We, we do. You've been away, so definitely need to catch you up on some of the stuff that's been going <laughs> on, even though I'm out a couple of episodes my damn self. But, but guys, that is that was episode two. The love. The episode. love episode. Oh, Valentine's gosh. is coming. Hey, Valentine's is coming. Valentine's is coming. Where's, Where's your boyfriend? <laughs> Oh, where will you marry? Where will you marry? Will it be this year? Will it be next year? Okay. Who knows? Keep me in prayers, innit? Absolutely. <laughs> and also, chime in about Nelson. Oh Should my Sarah let Nelson, real Nelson, Nelson, not Nelson, know that he's out here being catfished? He's being catfished. What are your thoughts? Also, just chime in on any of the questions, Please. any of the things we've spoken about. We love to hear your comments. Like, yes, yes. Let us know. And we hope whatever you're doing, Valentine's. Romance yourself. Enjoy your time. Keep it pushing. Whatever Keep it, it is pushing. That you're doing, man. Keep your head up. Keep smiling. Mm-hmm. It's all good. <laughs> Someone loves you somewhere, baby. That's right. All right. Bye. See ya.